It is November 14th, 2023, and we have the photos of the cocaine at the White House leaked, ladies and gentlemen, and we will go through the entire wonderful saga this morning. The case has been blown wide open. Brand new lines of inquiry shall be addressed this morning. Biden calls Obama advisor David Axelrod a prick for questioning whether he should run again in 2024. Civil war inside the Democrat Party. You know you love it. Maybe it's Joe Biden with the old nose candy. Who knows? Who knows? See what we did there? See all these puns? Baby, I'm a dad three times over. I get dad joke privileges. Congressman Troy Nels joins the show. Cash Patel is texting me right now, telling me all about the cocaine in the White House. Maybe Cash will hop on the show. Who knows? It's going to be a wild one today. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Lots of information, lots of things going on. This is going to be a wild week. Trust me. I know things that are going to happen. Stuff's going to drop this week. It's going to be crazy, okay? So you got to stay connected with us. Use Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is the cell phone company that we use every time we're on the road, every time we go around all over America, all over in these rural places. Our cell phones work. We are connected to the internet. We are connected to you, and we are able to deliver to you the news. That is our job here, and so our cell phone company is very important what we use. Patriot Mobile. I say it all the time. Very important. PatriotMobile.com slash Benny. PatriotMobile.com slash Benny or call 972-PATRIOT to get free activation today when you use the off code Benny. PatriotMobile.com slash Benny. Stay connected. Use a cell phone company that cares about you and is drug free, kids. Very important. I know all the people at Patriot Mobile. No cocaine at Patriot Mobile, but the White House isn't so, so clean of a place. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the deal. I have uh, the privilege of knowing a number of people who've worked inside the White House, and I've, I even employ some people who've worked inside the White House at this show. Uh, I know Secret Service agents. I lived in D.C. for 15 years. You get to know small city. You get to know like pretty much everyone. Secret Service agents, guys who you've seen on TV, people who you've seen, uh, uh, you know, at rallies and at big events, the people who protected Donald Trump. Uh, you know him. I, I, I see this story and I give him a phone call, okay? We got the photos yesterday. Chances are you've seen them, but if you haven't, let's pop them up on screen. You can see the photos from yesterday of the actual locker where the dime bag was left, okay? Someone was ripping lines off the bust of Teddy Roosevelt in the White House. There's the dime bag. It was also apparently cut with baking soda. Locker number 50. Now, here's what's very interesting about the story. I know these lockers. I know them. And so do the people that I know worked at the White House, worked uh, in security at the White House, worked inside of the actual facility of the White House. I've been through this door. Why was I invited into this door? This is not the normal door. This is the executive privilege door that you that goes right underneath the president's office. This is a West Wing door. You have to have a meeting with Trump, which is what I had. I did a couple of interviews with Trump in the Oval Office. I had a meeting with Trump. That's when I used that entrance. There's a very special entrance because you can pull a car up to it, right? The other entrance is you got to wait in line. You got to like walk for blocks. You can pull a car up to this entrance. Vice president uses this entrance. Uh, members of the president's staff and cabinet, they all use this entrance. This is the top security entrance, okay? It's very important. Not all entrances of the White House create equal. So I'm texting with former Secret Service agents, various members of the administration, 
I invite them on the show. They'll come on the show. I want, you know, timing didn't work out. Got a great guest today. Anyway, Congressman Troy Nels. Uh, they're like, listen, okay, listen. Every single one of them tells me, listen, they know exactly who this person is. And here's why. You got to get a key to use these little lock boxes. Do you see the lock boxes? Do you see how there's little keys in the lock boxes? So here's what happens. They note who puts what in which lock box. This is beside the fact that all of this is being recorded on camera, of course. Like there's no every square inch of the White House property is covered by cameras. It's the most secure house on planet Earth. They know whose key went into the lockbox. This is worse than I thought, said the Secret Service agent I, I, I was talking to. Secret Service agent I was talking to said, I can't believe this is worse than I thought. They know the locker? I They, they said, I thought that it was like left on the ground. The locker has a key that corresponds with it, and the person who used that locker is the cocaine caper. This is not even hard. This is not even hard. So what else do we know about this? Well, of course, this, this is a situation that we've loved to cover on the show because it really just shows how much your government despises you, how stupid that they think you are. We know that Joe Biden is protecting the person who used the cocaine. That this was a member of the Biden family in inner circle. And a lot of people scream Hunter. However, Hunter Biden, and as much as that may, be, may well be, Hunter Biden is under a number of court orders to stay clean, has to avail himself to drug testing. I mean, it'd be really, really bad, right? Like it'd be a really stupid move for him to to leave the, you know, cocaine in 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 this locker. But maybe, maybe. I'm not saying it's not him. Here's what we do know about this time at the White House. Hunter Biden was living there. So we have from multiple sources that Hunter Biden was living at the White House at this time. And that Hunter Biden's entire, you know, degenerate family, including his daughter, who the Secret Service had to shoot shots at the person who was robbing his daughter, Naomi, yesterday. We covered that on the show. They've been in and out and that they all got in a car together that morning. Now, where would you get in a car? I don't know if we can pull up a schematic of the White House. We used to have like a map of the White House. Alex, can we grab that? I just want to riff on this because this is very important. So that morning, and I believe I believe we have I believe we have the uh, Hunter Biden in the car that morning. There was like a a press pool release. There was like a press pool that that said, "Hey, okay, there he goes. Okay, so that that's good. See the awning there? It's a little bit hard to make out, but like, see the awning there? That's the entrance you're talking about. So you can see the, the, the you know, the the iconic front of the White House or back of the White House is right there. That little awning. See how you can drive up there? The press pool says that Joe and Hunter and Jill Biden and the Biden family all got into a car together to depart that morning, the morning that the coke was found. They would have left through that entrance. That's the entrance that you got to, that if you're going to pull a car up to the White House, that's the entrance that you leave out of. And so was somebody leaving out of that entrance and then just threw, did somebody like throw their cocaine into the box on their way out saying, oh, oh, shit. Oh, no, I forgot the Coke. I was carrying the Coke and threw it up there. Have you ever considered that the cocaine was already inside the building? Because... Hunter Biden's living there? Maybe that's what happened. 
I, it's our job to ask questions here. doesn't matter if it's Obama's chef, if it's Nancy Pelosi in the inflatable unicorn outfits that Paul DePape, Mr. Hammer Time, was carrying all over the place. It's our job to ask questions. And so we will. Have you ever considered that the cocaine was inside the White House already? That somebody didn't bring it in? That somebody was actually depositing it because they were getting in a car with Joe Biden to head out? That's something that like struck us yesterday when the this, this story dropped. Late yesterday, the story dropped with the photos of the dime bag. That's something that's very, very interesting to us because we know that multiple Biden, like the White House is a flop house. Multiple Biden family members live there right now. All this degenerate kids, they all live there. All these, all of his kids are like such pieces of trash. They're all in rehab, right? Every one of them like has their own like massive scandal. Every one of them is totally effed up. And so they all live in the White House, like some type of like hostel. So if they all left that morning to go together to Camp David, then maybe someone was stashing it in order to get it off their person before they got into the Secret Service bubble there. Just thought. There's the pool report, just so that you guys know that we are reporting accurately here. I'll read to you from the pool report. This is, of course, from uh, Eugene Daniels of Politico. The pool report is supposed not, you know, the pool report is simply supposed to be like one reporter uh, follows the president all day and simply just states what happened, right? That's what a pool report is. Pooler saw Jill Biden, baby Bo, Hunter Biden climb into the presidential SUV. President Biden followed a few minutes later, motorcade rolling to Fort McNair. There you go. That's the morning that the Coke was found. Okay. Just valuable to have the, you know, let's just make sure that we have all the data lined up. Secret Service members, Trump, high-level Trump administrators are telling me they know exactly who left this, and this is a monster cover-up, and that a Republican administration would be able to immediately tell you who left the coke in the White House. Now, this would not be the first time that Joe Biden has covered up for his son. Time and time again, Senator Joe Biden has used his political muscle to get Hunter out of jail, sprung from jail, wipe his record clean. Somebody who's been on this case for quite a while and doing great reporting on it, by the way, is Jesse Waters here from last night. Fox News alert. We have the pictures of the White House cocaine, courtesy of DailyMail.com. You can see the cocaine in a locker in the West Wing. There it is next to a ruler for scale. Another photo shows the baggie next to a test kit that concluded the powder was indeed cocaine, not another white powdery substance like anthrax. Documents from a lab show the Coke was cut with baking soda and caffeine. So whosever Coke it was got ripped off. The cocaine was found July 2nd. So why are these images coming out now? Are the Secret Service agents sick of getting bitten by Biden's dog? We don't know. The story still doesn't add up. The cocaine was found on a Sunday. First, they said it was in the library. Then we heard it was outside the Situation Room. Then they said it was in a cubby. Was it found somewhere first and then moved into the cubby? Why would there be any confusion about where exactly cocaine was found in the White House? Why exactly? Here's the map, a very helpful map here, of the number of places that they found cocaine. Now, according to the Secret Service, New York Post, 
Secret Service agent says that there are multiple bags of cocaine that were found in the White House. Jesse Waters is saying maybe they moved one bag to different places to get it away from Joe Biden to make it look like a visitor did it. This is a massive cover up. Remember, if they lie about the small thing, and this is not a small thing, okay? This is not a small thing. This is these are mainline narcotics found inside the White House that were absolutely and unequivocally delivered to the United States of America via cartels, okay? Period. But if they lie about the small things, they lie about the big thing. It's very important when you catch someone in a lie. That means one, they don't respect you. Obviously, they think you're stupid. Two, they'll lie about anything. What else are they lying about? There's the White House library. This is the West Wing lobby that they said what the cocaine was also found in. And then this is the executive entrance, the one that we're focusing on right there. And you can see their uh, uh, Biden. Uh, departing from that entrance. That's the executive entrance down there, the small hallway. Again, I will note that I have gone through that door. So I get invited to interview Donald Trump in the Oval Office. Awesome experience. I have to take my cell phone and I have to put this cell phone, I have to shove it into one of these little lockers. And what happens? Then the attendee hands me a key and says, here is your key. I give them my phone. I, I get a key. And then I walk with my little key and I walk around the White House with my key, and then I retrieve my phone later. That's how the system works. Not particularly sophisticated. And also there are cameras everywhere. Whoever has the key to the locker is their coke. Because they had the key. You see? Unless they're stashing it, right? Which is what it seems to be the case, right? Logically, because they found the cocaine in so many other places in the White House. This has to be somebody who's living in the White House, right? And we know that Hunter Biden was living in the White House. No drug tests inside, no randomized drug tests inside the White House. What are you going to do? Like DEA going to show up and knock on the door? The president's house? They should. They have good reason to. But what's going to happen? Like what a perfect way to prevent drug tests, right? Drug testing. Just a thought. Also, who has access to the library? I've never been in there. These are like private. These are private rooms in the White House that do not get tour groups in them. Okay. Jesse Waters saying none of this makes any sense. The, expl the, the, the explanations, of course, are lies. Watch. The White House tried blaming construction workers for bringing the blow, but construction workers don't have access to the West Wing. Only White House staff, first family and family and friends. That's it. The Secret Service and FBI closed their investigation after 11 days. Narcotics left in the White House. The Secret Service said there were 500 suspects. Nobody was interviewed, and then they closed the investigation. The Secret Service says there was a blind spot where cubby number 50 was, okay? Cubby number 50 is right smack in the middle of the cubby wall. It's a very interesting blind spot. And we FOIA'd the footage, and the Secret Service said that's classified. And the key to locker 50 is missing. Now, if you find the key, you find your man or woman. Did they do the coke with the key? We don't know. But Secret Service didn't want to know either because they sent the bag of coke to Quantico, dusted it for prints and DNA, said they found nothing, and they blew it up. How were there no fingerprints on that baggie? Are they saying the smuggler was wearing gloves in July when he put it there? Did the tape show anybody wearing gloves walking towards the cubbies? I mean, come on. And how many agents blow up evidence 11 days after the crime? Yeah, baby. We got them.
Here's a photo of me and Ryan Trump in the White House. Now, let me tell you something that happened to me on my way to this photo. All right. On my way to this photo, I had a dog sniff my balls. All right. I'm not, not proud of it, but there was a very angry German shepherd. I, you have to stand on a rubber mat and you have to have this angry German shepherd violate you in order to sniff for everything. By the way, like every bit of electronic, that photo was taken by the official White House photographer. Every bit of electronics was is stripped from you. You can't take stuff into the White House. You can't bring the, hey, I'm going to bring my Paul Pelosi, you know, gavel and my, you know, thermos here. No, dude, it's all taken from you. You are stripped down to nothing. All right. And then you have to stand on a rubber mat and have a dog, uh, you know, pull, pull an Epstein on you. Not, not exciting, not fun. And that dog sniffs you everywhere. I'm not saying the dog violated me. I'm saying that I, you you literally have to, I wish I had my phone because I could t- take a photo of it. You literally have to walk across a rubber mat with a drug dog standing there. And if the dog smells drugs, like you fill in the blank. What do you think is going to happen next? Okay, if I, if I, if, if the white powder, if the white powder uh, wasn't gold bond, right, that I had on me, if it was something stronger, what do you think that dog was going to do? To me. Now, that's everyone going into the White House. A former staffer for Donald Trump, high level staffer, you see him on TV, is texting me right now, right now. I got my phone in front of me right now, saying that he had to, they, the staffers have to get drug dog sniffed every day. Staffers? So, who does that? Who, who's the, who are the people who are not able to have to go through that humiliating process? Which I'm okay with. I mean, honestly, there shouldn't be drugs in the White House. I'm not complaining. I'm saying that's what I had to do. All right? I had to get completely, you know, Joe, like, maybe it's Joe Biden who trains the drug-sniffing dogs. Joe Biden's the best sniffer on the planet. Maybe they go through Biden. They go through the full Biden training. The dog puts his paws on my shoulder, a little bit on the hair, a little bit over here, licking the ears. It was very uncomfortable. I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it. But I'll tell you this, I'll tell you that, oh, the great producer ALX is telling me that he had the exact same experience. ALX, clean as a whistle. But hey, yeah, it's, hum- it's listen, it's, it's humiliating. You ain't getting drugs past that dog. Very angry looking German shepherd, right? So who gets waved into the White House? People with facial recognition, okay? If they know your face, and what does that mean? That's a, that's a select list. That's not like I happen to see you on TV. That's uh, you're a family member or you're a cabinet member. That's it. Remember, they tried to pin this on Kamala. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take, yeah. Take, oh, yeah. Take the black vice president. Got it. She, uh, it's her. They, they tried to pin it on Kamala. Oh, baby. Gets interesting. Let's talk to the Secret Service here, shall we? What does the Secret Service have to say about this? Well, this is a obviously humiliation to all of them. Uh, and an embarrassment to our country. Watch. Go back to the cocaine. So we have pictures of it. It's sitting right out there in a locker, locker number 50. Only certain people have access to it. How'd they not dust it for prints or DNA? 
Well, again, for whatever reason here, the Secret Service felt uh, that the criminal investigation portion of this uh, hit a, a wall and didn't continue. I certainly agree with you and actually said on this outlet a while back, the optics of this uh, whole situation are horrible. The communication with respect to it uh, didn't go very well. And it just looks bad that this type of item could get into the White House and ultimately uh, cause us to be asking all those questions that we still don't have really any answers to. But you know about Prince. You can't drop a bag without getting any DNA on that unless you're walking around with medical gloves. And you're not doing that in the White House and you're not wearing gloves in July. So someone's not telling us the truth. And we're going to get to the bottom of it. I don't care. I need to know whose Coke it was. It's an obsession. Yeah. Well, it seems like. OK, so I have a three year old and I have a one year old and they're thick as thieves. OK, and they go bopping around my house. And whenever a three year old does something bad, she blames the one year old. Obviously, like if like something falls off a counter that only she could reach. Right. <laughs> Breaks like she'll blame the one year old. You kind of actually it, it it tells you who's at fault where the blame is immediately placed, right? Like who's trying to cover what up? When someone's going at when someone who's clearly guilty is like pointing fingers everywhere, like this clip is amazing. This clip, the Biden regime who like straight up runs MSNBC, right? Remember, Jen Psaki gets a show on MSNBC. All the cringe Jean Pierre, she comes from MSNBC. All these people are like Biden, Reed, Obama, apparatchiks. They completely run this entire network. So where did MSNBC immediately go for blame? Hey, do we have a, a black person in the administration that we can blame? Oh, yeah, I remember. She ran for vice president. Here, run with it. Kelly, the big change is where this was found. And it was found, um, by my observation, in a much more secure place, limited access place than that West Wing reception area. It's still a publicly trafficked, a frequently trafficked place, but it's down near the Situation Room, right off West Executive, down below. And normal people, just average people, just can't get in there, even with the entry from the Northwest Gate. Well, let me let me bring you up to date with the reporting that I have. What we have learned is that there are, in fact, two West Wing entrances. You know that. I know that. But for the benefit of our audience and now the investigation has progressed. And so they're saying the West executive entrance, which, as you noted, is closer to the situation room and closer uh, to uh, the Navy mess where there's the facilities for food and so forth. It is uh, also next to West executive drive. That's where, for example, the vice president's vehicle is parked. Oh, just get a, let me just sprinkle this in here like a little parmi, Parmesan cheese. It just happens to be where Kamala Harris comes in and out of the White House. Yeah, Kamala, you can't trust her. Biden's have pulled this before, by the way. They've pulled it before. We don't have the article handy, but but you, Hunter Biden's own, Hunter Biden's own words, he blames his discharge from the Navy on two Africans, his words, not mine, don't get upset with me. He blames it on two Africans who gave him a cigarette with crack in it. Because that's just what happens in D.C. Every cigarette has just some extra crack rocks shoved in there. That's, that's Don't get upset at me, get upset at Hunter. So he's using them as the scapegoat. Okay, has anybody ever interviewed them? They ever gotten taken downtown? Do you ever find those guys, Hunter? Did you ever try and look for him again? Hmm, interesting. Remember, Joe Biden is the guy who fought Corn Pop 
because he didn't like the amount of pomade he had in his hair and he threatened to kill him with a rusty razor blade and a chain. It's all on tape. Rub his legs down. Remember, the kids rubbed his legs down and and he liked that a lot. Okay, so great family. Um, how else do you know that people are guilty? When they lie, obviously. Cringe Jean-Pierre lied about this. It is demonstrable. This is Cringe Jean-Pierre, our cringe alert, flashback cringe alert, but like this is Cringe Jean-Pierre saying, no, 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 no Bidens were at the White House at all today. In fact, we know that they were using the exact entrance or exit to get into a motorcade. They, they're lying. So who are they lying about? And that will tell you who did it. Watch. <laughs> and can you just say once and for all whether or not the cocaine belonged to the Biden family? So, <laughs> okay. I, I hear you, but you're asking me a question, so I'm answering it for you. Um, and so that's why he said the Hatch Act. So I would, I would you know, have you read the transcript and read the transcript fully so you can see exactly what he was trying to say. So that's number one. So we're not avoiding the question. That is not true. We've answered this question, litigated this question for the last two days exhaustively. Um, you know, there has been some irresponsible reporting uh, about the family. And, uh, and so I got to call that out here. And I have been very clear. I was clear uh, two days ago when talking about this over and over again as I was being asked a question. As you know, and media outlets reported this, the Biden family was not here. They were not here. They were at Camp David. They were not here Friday. They were not here Saturday. They were not here Sunday. They were not even here Monday. They came back on Tuesday. So to ask that question is actually incredibly irresponsible. Uh, excuse me. It's been very irresponsible reporting. The Biden family is so upstanding. Let's go through exactly how upstanding the Biden family is. For instance, uh, the president's son once said that he rummaged through the carpet in order to snort cheese that he thought was crack out of the carpet. How dare you? How dare you? Impune. The morals of a family that would smoke cheese to get high. Watch. <laughs> Crack cocaine. I probably smoke more Parmesan cheese than anyone, <laughs> anyone that you know, I'm sure, Tracy. Mm, okay. Got it. Joe Biden has protected Hunter. Joe Biden has protected Hunter his entire life. We know this, but it's worse than you thought. Hunter Biden's first cocaine possession arrest was at a beach in New Jersey when the Biden family was on vacation. And then Joe Biden used his personal muscle in order to get that record expunged. Does this type? follow a trend line? Yes, of course it does. Does it follow a line that like Joe Biden believes that he can weaponize and use his power as an elected official to rip off America, to protect his family and to uh, insult and humiliate the rest of us? What would happen if you were caught with cocaine in New Jersey in the 80s? What would happen if your dad or your brother or your children were caught with cocaine? They'd serve, they'd get, they'd catch a case. They do hard time. It's an illegal substance. 
You're enriching some of the most evil people on earth by using it. It's bad. It's illegal. It's a federal crime. Here's what Joe Biden did in order to protect way back in the day before I was born, his federal criminal son. And the Biden family has a long history of covering up cocaine charges. Ask Hunter. He'll tell you straight up. If he wasn't a Biden, he'd be in jail. I just wondered how you viewed sort of the money you made through your your clients that enabled that addiction and also maybe the ways that protected you from consequences that might have landed a lot of other people in jail. I think it's completely unfair. And I think that that uh, that. I am 100 percent the um, still here today and not in a uh, jail cell or um, in an institution uh, because of my privilege and not just the privilege of a family that loved me, but the privilege of the fact that, you know, I I had uh, been uh, very successful. Back in 1988, Hunter was arrested for cocaine possession in Stone Harbor, New Jersey. But Hunter walked out with a clean record. Why? Well, his dad, senator at the time, expunged his record. And at the same time, Biden was sweeping his son's coke under the rug. Biden was throwing average Americans in prison for coke possession. Same crime. Oh, that's interesting, Jesse. Did you have any proof of that? Like, what do you mean uh, throwing average Americans in prison for cocaine possession? Surely there's not a video of Joe Biden from the Senate floor bragging about how little, how little cocaine would get you thrown in prison and how Joe Biden himself is the author of the mandatory minimums, hard on crime, drug laws that were passed through the Senate. There's not, clearly they wouldn't be so banal to have such a video exist like once you're you're springing your son from prison yet you're bragging about locking up hundreds of thousands of young black guys who did the same thing actually a scintilla of the same thing that doesn't exist right right rolls royce right it doesn't exist, does it if you have a piece of crack cocaine no bigger than this quarter that i'm holding in my hand one quarter of one dollar we passed a law through the leadership of Senator Thurman and myself and others, a law that says if you're caught with that, you go to jail for five years. You get no probation. You get nothing other than five years in jail. Judge doesn't have a choice. Now, the fact of the matter is we've gone from there. Judge doesn't have choice. Wow. Really, really does make you wonder about the depravity, the depth of moral depravity of these people. They're willing to do anything to protect their own children. They're using to, willing to weaponize and abuse all of their own power to protect their own children. And why? Why indeed? Well, you know, it does lend a question when it comes to the level of the cover-up here, who was the cocaine user? I, I'm sorry that I have to be this guy, but it, this is what I'm this is what I'm here for. Was it Joe? Does Joe use the cocaine? Not the only guy asking. Another another guy with a pretty big platform asked the same question recently. There's never been a time where we've been closer 
We're inches away, and we have a man that literally can't speak. He can't get off a stage. The other day, he tried to get off a stage. Now, look, I'm up here now. There are a lot of people. There's a lot of television going crazy. There's so much. I'm up here. But, you know, when I'm finished, I'm going to look over there. I'm going to see an exit. I'm going to look over there. I can take that one, that one. And what I can't do is walk through the back wall. Then he turned around. Did you see the other day? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know what happens after about 20 minutes, the stuff that he's taking wears off. So it gets really big. Gets a little groggy. Gets a little bit groggy. They say, get him off the stage. That shit's wearing off, man. Get him off. No, no, no. And I'm sure that the cocaine that they found in the White House that nobody, I, I'm sure. I feel certain it had nothing to do with Hunter and Joe, by the way. Here, Dad, have a little of this stuff. It's going to liven you up a little bit. Can you imagine they found a stash that you wouldn't believe and nobody laid claim to it? <laughs> How are we not living in the most entertaining times? These are the most entertaining times. Now, our great producer, executive producer, ALX, found two clips of Joe Biden on the same day uh, acting like two very different people. We like to play these clips back to back because Joe Biden's wearing the same thing, standing in the same location, but he's obviously two very different people. In these clips, look at the eyes. See for yourself. Joe Biden, I mean, Donald Trump's sitting there saying uh, they give Joe Biden a little something, something. And, uh, well, what do you think? Well, I mean, look, see for yourself. Watch. Folks, as we fight inflation, you can't be pro-insurrection and pro-cop. Bringing down gas prices is a big part of the job. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-democracy. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-American. And here's the good news. Gas prices have dropped every day this summer. That's more than 40 days in a row. Donald Trump lacked the courage to act. We now have 40,000 gas stations in the United States where the price of gas is $3.99 or less. The brave women and men in blue all across this nation should never forget that. How do we get the price down? Well, the new report today shows that. <laughs> what if I come back? What if I come back from one of these clips and I'm looking like this in the camera? This is why we need to impeach Joe Biden. Sorry, I blinked. I, I, the, the rule is you can't blink. You have to impeach Joe Biden because that's the good thing for America. It's the Constitution, uh, Article 2, Section 4. I can't even hold my eyes open that long. How does he do it? How does he do it? How does he do it? Important people are asking the question. It's not just my man Trump. It's my boy Tucker. Tucker Carlson asking the question, okay? The question that we should all be asking, which is, who's actually acting like they're high off their ass? in the White House. Well, it's actually the entire, the entire Biden administration. Please enjoy this clip of Tucker Carlson doing his impression of Joe Biden on Coke. It is comedy gold. No one was more shocked than I was. Are you serious? In the Biden White House, somebody left an eight ball of cocaine in a public, I was like, I said to my wife, that just doesn't, it's just not in character, you know? I just don't believe it. It's clearly a setup. I went right back to Marion Barry and I was like, somebody set you up. I'm serious. 
it was, you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> it was so, can I, I'll stop with it. That was my favorite story of all time. <laughs> because it just explains all the behavior. It really does. I mean, I worked in the media business for my whole life, so I, I know what the behavior looks like. But it's like crazed and grandiose. I've got a plan. You're not going to believe it. It's unbelievable. It's going to totally work. What we're going to do is we're going to totally rearrange everything, okay? We've been doing things a certain way for a long time, okay? And it's worked. I've got a better plan. And that's their entire approach. <laughs> oh, man. It was so great being in the audience at that. That was at a, uh, a Turning Point Actions at, uh, at Con earlier this summer. Oh, man, the room was roaring. Tucker Carlson doing his best Joe Biden on cocaine impression. Whoo, baby. Yeah, we got problems. We got problems here in the White House. And it's not just it's not just like guys like me who are like Joe Biden is unfit to serve. It's actually people who are the chief of staff, like the architects of the Obama administration. You know, like Joe Biden is literally living out Obama's third term, right? That's why you see all the Marxism and all the collapse of this country because Obama fundamentally hates this country and wants to destroy it. Obama's chief of staff, David Axelrod, is straight up going to war with Joe Biden right now. So where did this all start? I mean, this is an unbelievable series of events. Biden called Obama advisor David Axelrod a prick for questioning whether or not he should run again in 2024 after dire polls show him losing to Trump. Like, it's not just us asking these questions. It's not just us having a laugh with Tucker and Trump. It, 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 I mean, it's literally the architects of Barack Obama are now coming out and saying, uh, yeah, this guy, the this guy's a concern. He's concerning. Not all the coke in the world can fix this man. Watch. And he ought to, he ought to think about it only because uh, there are certain I, I have no concerns about polls a year out. I mean, you have to look at them and. Uh, analyze them and adjust. And but I was in a situation as a strategist for Barack Obama uh, in 2011, where we were facing some difficult polls. The one uh, number in the polling that was concerning, uh, and in the CNN poll uh, that followed after the New York Times poll, had to do with age. And that's one thing you can't uh, reverse, yeah. no matter how effective Joe Biden is behind the scenes. Uh, in front of the camera, what he's projecting is uh, causing people concerns, yeah. and, and that, that's worrisome. But so now, according to the Daily Mail, uh, Joe Biden called Axelrod a prick for telling him to get out or get going in the 2024 race and civil war, civil war inside the Democrat Party. Like, again— Biden is living out Obama's third term. And now the top Obama advisors are like, this ain't going well. Now, after that story broke, David Axelrod is back on CNN being like, I don't take gloves off. I don't take it back. Like you suck at your job. Mm, delicious. The salt, the salt, it's flowing. It's flowing. Check this out. 
The president called you a word that because we are live in London, I am not allowed to say on television, but it starts with a P and ends with K. Uh, your response. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't be the first, I guess, in my many years in politics. Listen, I understand he was irritated because uh, I raised concerns that many, many Democrats had. And again, you know, my feeling is either get out or get going. Mm -hmm, baby, we love it. The salt, it flows. And it doesn't even matter uh, what they try and say, the lipstick they try and put on this pig. It's uh, beautiful. It doesn't matter the Coke they try to put up Joe's nose. We knows. It's not going to work. Our Salt That Lib clip from today is just so great. This was broadcast this morning about an hour ago on MSNBC. Get your salt shakers out. I want to see the salt shakers. Fill in the comments section. We're going to salt that lib. Listen to MSNBC being like, Joe so happy. No one could do the job Joe Biden's doing right now. Stop that lip, baby. I'll tell you what I think. That very few of us and very few in the media really pay enough attention to the weight that this president carries each and every day. You mentioned most of it. Right now, he is carrying two twin towers of tyranny, one in Donald Trump here domestically, the other Bibi Netanyahu in Israel, who is perhaps the biggest obstacle to a two-say solution that exists today. So the president has that on his plate. He's got a meeting tomorrow with uh, President Xi, Premier Xi in, in San Francisco. He's got that on his plate. But he has every hour of every day something that comes across his desk. None of us can comprehend the weight of the presidency every hour of every day. And as he would tell you if he were here today, it's amazing how every country in the world looks to the United States for help, for solutions, for just almost anything you can think of every single day. Every you read every newspaper day. in the country, read every newspaper in the country about President Biden. Within the first two paragraphs, they'll point out he's in his 80s. No kidding. Mm -hmm. He knows how old he is. You couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Someone 45 years of age couldn't do what he does yeah. every day, but he does it. <laughs> oh, man, you couldn't do it. You couldn't do this every single day. I would love to see Joe Biden try to host five minutes of this show. What, what, do you, what do you mean you couldn't do it? Couldn't do what? Trip down the stairs of Air Force One? Forget names? Fall asleep at official meetings? Crap your pants on live TV? What do you mean you couldn't do it? Seconds after that was broadcast, we have another clip from you directly from the White House. Let's go ahead and check in on Mr. Stamina, Joe Biden. Go. The Chips and Science Act. I signed last year, <laughs> excuse me, I signed last year, excuse me, <coughs> I signed last year. You couldn't do it. You couldn't, it's the pinnacle of health. It's amazing. This is, this is the poster board for big pharma. You can also live as healthy as Joe Biden. Fall ass backwards down the Air Force One stairs. You could, you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. The brave men and women. Who, <coughs> oh, it's all over. 
It's only one man. It's only one man that we would ask to join us for a segment like this. The great congressman from the great state of Texas, Troy Nels, joins the show. You couldn't do it, Congressman. You don't have the stamina. You couldn't. You couldn't do what Joe Biden does every day. You know it. MSNBC tells you. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I, uh, <coughs> I'm doing what I can. I'm trying. I'm destroying this country. Don't worry yeah. about it. I just need four more years to complete my mission of completely destroying America. I tell you, Benny, the games are over. The games are over. Good. We have to get Donald Trump in 2024 because with this guy, the opportunity of this guy getting four more years, Benny, how do we survive? Now, I know the guy's not doing well, and he's kind of staring off into space and doing all that other stuff. But like I said, keep giving him his warm milk and putting him to bed early. Because this is the guy we need as their nominee. I don't want anybody else, Benny. We know what we have with Joe Biden and Donald Trump will beat him. So you are a member of the Freedom Caucus. It looks like the Freedom Caucus is in a little bit of a fight with Mike Johnson right now with this yeah. new uh, with the spending bill. Can you can you talk us through that? Like, should we see this as a, a, a big battle to fight? What, what's what's at play right now? We're, we're hearing a lot from Congress. Well, there's people that have issues with the CR. Uh, I, I'm telling you, Benny, I'm supporting the CR because I want to yeah. give uh, Mike Johnson a little bit of runway here. He's been given an impossible mission. It's a soup sandwich. Uh, yes, I, there's things in this CR that Mike Johnson doesn't like, but he doesn't want to see the government get shut down. I don't want the government to get shut down. If you know, we, we've been hearing reports. We've got Thanksgiving. The holidays are coming up. The airports are going to be packed with people. Shut the government down. TSA agents not getting paid. And guess what happens? The American people, the travelers running around Thanksgiving and Christmas are going to be dealing with the pain. So listen, we, we can be having this conversation again in January and, and February. Just give him, uh, put some you know air underneath his feet and let him fly a little bit because I'm telling you, if we shut down our government on Thursday, uh, that's not going to help anybody. It's a problem here. We've got problems up here, Benny. And the reason he has to work, uh, reach out to Democrats is because you can't get 222 Republicans to agree today is Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. Or to agree to impeach Mayorkas, which failed yeah. yesterday. What's it's, up, it's, man? What's going on, dude? This is crazy. Well, if you can't impeach May, if you can't impeach Mayorkas, then we're really we do have like a we we don't have a Republican well, Party. Some of the some of them, and I believe there was one specifically stated that she believed that it should go through the committee of jurisdiction and it should go through Homeland Security. Maybe it should. I do know that when we decided to go through the inquiry uh, into Joe Biden, it went through judiciary and stuff and and we're doing our job. So there may be some legitimate points that some of these members may have had thinking, well, let's just send it through the committee, get it through committee and then bring it to the House for a floor vote. So I don't think the members don't want to see uh, uh, Mayorkas impeached. I think they just say it should go through that channel, that that go through that committee of jurisdiction, which would be Homeland Security, which I believe Mark Green and them would say, we got enough on this guy to impeach him. We're going to go through the committee and get it through committee. So I, I don't think they're anti-impeaching Mayorkas. It was the process.
So, but the, the, but Democrats don't follow those rules, right? And well, and you know, and and it's like that's going to delay it. Too, Benny. We complained what they did on January 6th, but yeah. taking the second impeachment straight to the House floor. So we complain about that, but yet then we want to do it. Listen, I we've got great members here, but this is what you have to understand. Mike Johnson became the speaker because he's got two qualities. Number one, I think he's intelligent and he's articulate. I'll use those as one. And then he's he, people like him. He doesn't talk at people. He talks to people. But when you've got members coming up with things and this and that, and if you don't have those qualities, I don't care what your legislation or your resolution or anything else says. It's just not going to happen. You're better off taking some of these great ideas and giving them to members that can actually get them to pass. And that's just the truth, Benny. That mm -hmm. is just the honest of God's truth. If you don't possess the qualities where people like you and want to do things for you, but and, and in some instances, if you don't have the friends up here, it's just not going to happen. Mike Johnson just endorsed uh, Donald Trump. That sh doesn't come as a surprise to you. I think it's great. I call him Mega Mike. You know what? His honeymoon was, what, 10 days? And now we've got people railing on him because of this. You know, I said to one member, I said, listen, you, you, let's give this guy a little bit of grace. We know he's, the, he's, he's further right than Kevin McCarthy. He was the most conservative out of all the candidates running. And let's just give him a little bit of time. I know we don't like what's in the CR, but we don't want to shut down the government, Benny. The dishonest media is going to blame the Republican Party for it. We continue to behave this way and act this way. We're, we're going to have a tough time keeping the House in, in, in 14 months. I don't know how we do it. People want action. They want investigations. They want results. But, Benny, there's a process that we have to go through. And I think Mike Johnson has been given a very, very bad hand here. And he's trying to find a way to work around it and work through it. Yeah. Keeping the House and the greater state of the Republican Party is something that a lot of people are talking about right now. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy said that Rana needs to resign. Uh, there's been real lackluster leadership at the RNC. Your thoughts on this? Who should lead the RNC? Well, it's not her because I think she should have resigned on her own with her dismal performances over the past several years, but she hasn't. And and I agree with Vivek on, you know, when we should have debates, we should have, you know, uh, Tucker Carlson, maybe, maybe even Benny Johnson uh, moderate those debates. Why are we picking lip tards to, 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 you know, host those debates? So we've got all sorts of problems uh, in the Republican Party, but I am telling you right now, our leader is doing well right now. He is just, he's clobbering them all. Uh, Tim Scott, you made the right call. Uh, big fat boy out of New Jersey, you need to drop out. Uh, and, and so we've got others that are just uh, an embarrassment to our party, but Donald Trump's the leader. He's coming back and he's going to win. He's going to be the 47th president and we need him so badly. We need him so bad to save this country. Yeah, I mean, and, and also to save the Republican Party, because now it seems like there's quite quite a, a little civil war going on inside of the Republican Party. Big uh, question that a lot of people have, and I know you're very close with Donald Trump. I know you speak with Donald Trump. Uh, I know that Trump loves you. You also carry a pair of handcuffs on you and a cigar at all times. You are you are a testament to the people of Texas, Congressman. Uh, Vice President, Vice President, you know, everyone's like, whoa, Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump at UFC. Yo, is that the is that the ticket? Is that the ticket? I like, I like that ticket. I like Kennedy, possibly. He said a few th kind of things that I don't necessarily agree with, but I think it would drive the left absolutely nuts if you put Kennedy in there. Now, listen, the people up on the stage right now, 
whether you look at Nikki and some of the others, I just, I, I don't know. I don't, I mean, Vivek is a smart guy too, but I don't know if America, if there are any of them on stage are the answer to that, but a Tucker Carlson, he really, really could, uh, uh, he, he just speaks a lot of truth and he's real. And I think the American people love him. Look what Fox news, you know, when they let him go, obviously look at how their ratings have gone down the, down the tube. So, um, He's got a tough decision to make. The president, I think we got a couple good candidates out there, but we'll just have to kind of wait and see and, and trust the president's judgment on this. Uh, I believe he'll make the right decision. Uh, you just mentioned ratings there. I don't think there'd be anything ever broadcast in the history of America that would be a higher rated television event than Tucker Carlson debating Kamala Harris. I don't, I don't think so for the vice presidential debate. She may just refuse to outright debate that guy. Who would want to debate that guy? I wouldn't want to debate Tucker Carlson. I think she, uh, you know, uh, let's just, we got to, I tell you what, though, Benny, we got to make sure that we keep that ticket together, though. Let's not expose her for who the fool she is. She does it on her own. She does it on her own. So keep the Biden-Harris ticket alive. Keep it alive, because when Trump gets in there and he brings in his VP, he's going to win. I, I, the left has gone too far left. They've gone absolutely off the rails. And, and all the crises that we see, whether it's the southern border, whether it's the crime, Israel, Ukraine, inflation, all of it, grocery stores, it's helping the Republican cause because people are looking at this and saying, I've got some voter remorse here. We got to go back to what we had under Donald J. Trump because America was on fire, baby. We were doing really, really well uh, with Donald Trump. Everything was just perfect. So final question for you, Congressman. This is how we uh, led the entire show is the, the breaking news of uh, yesterday and today. And the, the cocaine at the White House, speaking of being on fire, speaking of needing some little energy injected into Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, they may they may be injecting more than just a little energy into their campaign. Uh, your thoughts on who left the cocaine in the White House? We now have the photographs of the coke. Uh, who, who done it, Congressman? Well, it could have been any number of people. You know, we do know that the son, he kind of likes it. As a matter of fact, I think he's actually done some videos uh, with him, whether it's crack or some other type of cocaine. So I would probably start with him or one of his pals in there. Maybe he was providing it to some of the staffers. Maybe some of the staffers there are providing it to him or something. But it's just not a good look. It's not a good look to have cocaine in the White House. Uh, will we ever find out the true answer as to who owns that, who left it there? Probably not, because you can't trust the FBI or the DOJ to, to expose anything that could possibly involve the Biden corrupt crime family. Yeah, yeah. We, uh... We look forward, however, to Donald Trump getting back in office and then releasing those tapes. There's tapes. There are tapes. There, there's footage inside the hallway of the people walking in and out of the building and who was carrying what and who was yeah. going to that cubbyhole. I've been in the White House a number of times. I know you have, too. And there's no way that there's not footage of that. We will find out. We shall hey, find out. The, if Joe went up to Son and Hunter said, Son, uh, I'm going to take you to CVS uh, because I'm going to drug test with you. think he would pass it? Would Hunter pass the drug test today? I don't think so. Probably I think that's not. why he's living at the White House, right? I think it's that's why like you live at the White House. It's not like yeah. you can't afford it. China will just send them some more money. And some more drugs. Maybe that's why Joe Biden's going to San Francisco to meet with Xi. Who knows? No, yeah. we don't know. We don't Not know, but the homeless... And you're a great American. Donald Trump 2024, baby. That's the hope. That's what we have to have. I hang on that hope. Donald Trump 2024. Congressman, Godspeed. Thank you.
Ladies and gentlemen, Troy Nels is a solid gold member of Congress. We say that with great aplomb. We know him personally. We love it when he's on the show. And uh, he used a couple of he used a couple of pejoratives that we've never heard before on this show. And well, I'll be I'll tell you what it'd be better if there were it'd be better if there were five hundred Troy Nelses in Congress, right? Instead of what we have, but we're lucky to have one solid gold member of Congress. We say it because we know our gold and we know our precious metals, and we use Allegiance Gold to deliver our precious metals to our hot little hands. In fact, I have it right here in the studio. Our allegiance gold. We got silver. We got gold. It's so nice to just, it's so nice to hold it. It's so nice to feel the weight, to feel the weight of something that's like real. And your American dollars are getting lighter. They're literally using le less of the material inside of like the quarters and the nickels. Like it, everything is eroding and it's eroding quickly. And Joe Biden is going across the country to go meet with a, a dictator who's selling out American treasury and American bonds like crazy, flooding the market reducing the value of the American dollar, invest in precious metals right now. It's just the best. It's what I do. It's the best advice I can give you. Invest in precious metals. Do it today. Go to protectwithbenny.com today or call 844-66-BENNY and get up to $5,000 of free silver with a qualifying purchase. Do not wait. Protect your savings now. Protectwithbenny.com today. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we love shows like this and we enjoy uh, sort of having some fun, good old the good old, good old fashioned free decor. Lift the spirits, have some fun, have some laughs, right? If you don't laugh, you'll cry. And so uh, I leave you with our verse of the day, which is always intended to reinforce this country that we love and give us a reason as to why we fight. Yes, yes, they are covering up cocaine in the White House. Yes, they are covering up other crimes of Joe Biden. Yes, Joe Biden is literally falling to pieces in front of our very eyes and maybe that's something we should be hopeful about. Maybe that should give us hope. You know, evil rulers all throughout biblical times, like get they get humbled and they get brought down. Pride cometh before destruction and the truth shall set you free. Let's hear some truth from Hebrews. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Nada, nothing. They can do nothing to you. You have God on your side. We have God on our side. And we look onward, knowing that this is a sunken place. God, uh, you know, we're not promised a perfect life. In fact, far from it, actually. Go check out the original prophets and disciples of Christ and how, how their lives went. Like you're not promised that on this earth. This earth is a sunken place. We are, our job is to look to God, to Jesus Christ, our Savior, and to have confidence in that and to say, you can't. You can't touch me because I know my purpose. And so we march onward with purpose and we are happy warriors. And it's your boy, Benny. Happy warrior. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya.